Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. And I am Nick the Human. And first off, we've been saying this every week, but we're, we're, I can't wait to get back in person, Eric. And it's finally happened. And for our triumphant in-person return, how long has it even been? Like two months? Since the Jeff shows? Since the Jeff shows. That was the last one, right? Yeah. That's two months. Two months. And what better way to become to get back being in person than to have an in-person guest, a returning special guest. Uh, that our last that was one of our better episodes, the last one. Like we got yes. really good feedback on it. I we listened to it and we we're like, this is good. we gotta have this guy back and we made good in our promise. You guys are making me blush. Up until that point, it was our most listened to week in the podcast. Yeah, how about that? Jeez. We're putting the pressure on. Um, <laughs> I should get hung over. Yeah, you didn't have our Jeff Rosenstock episode to compete with then. Ah, uh, well. Now you do. Now I do. So we're going for our next number one week in podcast history. Please welcome <laughs> Steve the dog. You're not a human. Right? <laughs> That's right. You remember it. I'm the dog. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. That was oh, so yeah. wonderful. You guys are you filled me with all the butterflies that make me feel good inside. Thank you. Hell yeah. And- Peeling the curtain back for the listener, we were supposed to have you on last week. We were. And you watched last week's episode. I, I watched a couple episodes because of like how lore heavy it was and it was like the pre-boot and the Oh yeah, you, know. you got really ready and then when we, we had to reschedule because of the snowstorm. That's what it was last week. Uh, and acts of yeah. God. Yeah, and then we forgot to tell you that it, <laughs> that we switched the episode anyway, because we had we just did it anyway. So Oh, thanks. so I get to watch more adventure time? What yeah. Pro- oh. <laughs> Kill me. Any any spare thoughts? We'll, we'll give you the floor for like a minute. If any any big takeaway, no. We'll just we'll just move past we'll it. We'll get right yeah. into it now. Um, sweet, yeah, it's good. Well, I don't know what what do we want to talk about? Is there anything up top we need to discuss, Eric? I don't know. What have you been up to, Steve? Yeah, I haven't seen you, you in a little oh, while. Hey, well, had COVID for a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> part part of that that uh, the COVID wedding. Oh. The COVID wedding massacre. I think did we talk about that? Not no. No, we didn't. Not on air. I don't think. Yeah. So I got no Steve I Steve and I worked a wedding yeah. in December and everyone got COVID except for me and I think Mike the trumpet player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I think it was because it's like involving twelve total people and I think ten of them got it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was that was what it was a fine wedding. It was what and we were just like hanging out after we packed up everything and we were like smoking and, you know, chilling. And then like the next day, someone's like, hey, I got a positive test. And I was like, pretty sure she had a joint with that guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what saved me. I didn't smoke with y'all at the end of the night. Uh, it's all good, though. It was, <laughs> I, you know, I had my two I had two shots at the time. and It was just like a day of like feeling kind of crappy. And so I think they work, but I'm just saying. And. I mean, much more to the point, Eric, you didn't get it. Like, that, it, it still blows my mind. I had a solid three weeks from getting the booster when we did that wedding. So I think I w- that was like optimal point uh-huh. of like boosted immunity. Uh, if I was going to get exposed to it, that was the the optimal time to, to test my luck. And, but even then, just a few weeks ago, I was exposed to it again. My sister got it. Uh-huh. Uh, and... She was the only one. My dad, nor my mom, uh, no one else in the family got it. Viruses are weird, and everyone's immune systems are different, and snowflakes. 
Yeah. Well, we're, it's on the decline now. So uh, we're talking about doing shows. You got a tour coming up. I might have yeah. a tour coming up. Uh, the music industry is is clawing its way back. Clawing it. We're here. White we're clawing in- our way back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you have a, a tour drink? Do, do, do you do that? Do you like try to find brief consistency in what you consume when you're on tour? Um, for a while when I was younger, not even younger, I still do it. Uh, like Mountain Dews were always like my road trip soda. Like I get a, like a code Ooh. red, oh. and just like sugary, just I can't. garbage awfulness. No. I don't Too know why. I, I mean, yeah, I just drag them all the time. Uh, probably a lot more water this time around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for that. There's you have to strike a balance on tour of being hydrated a healthy amount and also not having to stop and pee like every other hour on the road. So, well, we we got six people and two dogs. We'll be honest, so we stop oh, you, a fair amount of yeah. time with Dolly. She needs to get gassed up. Yeah, you, know. you guys take the dogs with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Pepper and Betty. <laughs> oh man, that's fun. We're thinking crazy. for our tour shirt, we might do like a pop art. Uh, thing of their dogs. <laughs> what happened when you play? What were the what are the dogs doing? They just like out in the, the in the camper for like forty five minutes, and then we go back and grab yeah. them. They'll yeah. they'll chill. Yeah, they're they're good. They're old dogs, so they're like cool. We're just like hanging out for a little while, grabbing a nap. I love it. It's I so would, great. I um um. It's funny. I was only, I only ever toured for one week with the Hall of Phonics, but it like <laughs> was such an eventful week that it comes up a lot. Well, especially given the context of the podcast. But what we consumed on there. It, the whole crew is very professional and not heavy partiers. Um, but everybody was into gallon boys. <laughs> gallon boys. Well, first of all, it was 2018, right? Was that the year? Yeah. Um, everything was a boy. Um, uh-huh. slang wise. Okay. So, I'm into so this. your gallon water is, was a gallon boy. Okay. Okay. And if you look, see what I've got here. Steve, Steve remarked when he got here, but yeah, I, if we were in Philly, it'd be a gallon, John. a gallon. Gallon John. This is a so now I've got a refillable. That was the first time in my life like I knew that I always needed to drink water, but that I think it was Harold who was like, he was like, dude, what I try to do in tour is I drink a gallon of water every day. Like it preserves my voice and like it just makes me feel good. And uh, that whole tour, I started doing it like buying a gallon at the beginning of the day, trying to finish it. And now here we are, like years later, I've got a refillable gallon that I'm I'm chugging. That you know, it reminds me of. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, like people who do like the two a days, like the football players, the jocks or whatever, they you always see them carrying like their mm-hmm. gallon of water around mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I never did that. When I lived in Texas, I uh, I would always walk down to the the little grocery store, convenience store, and just bodega. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's another it. way to say it. <laughs> I would I would always just walk down to the bodega, get a get a gallon of water and a venom energy drink. You love. Now, what's Venom again? Is that a discontinued one? Was it an offshoot of I, I, Rockstar or something? Yeah, what illegal ingredients are in this one? Yeah, that got banned. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't seen Venoms in a while. They may they may have not stood the test of time because of some questionable ingredients. But the sugar free. Mm. I only drank the sugar free ones, uh, but it they were ninety nine cents, and it says on the can ninety nine cents right on the graphic, sure. and it says you can own this can for ninety nine <laughs> cents. So plus. Tax. So I was like, what? One hundred eight. Do you still have uh, venom? There's no tax on groceries in Texas. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're in Texas. I yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to see them at Dollar General, I think, or Dollar Store. Or I don't see them anymore. Uh, <laughs> but for a while, the 99 cent venom was my energy drink of choice. Yeah, 
Oh, man. You know what I really wish we had done, Eric, is back in these days, because you're still an energy drink consumer. Who am I kidding? But mm-hmm. I wish like when, first off, I, you know, I was so into them in college and then you, could you know, I wish we had bought Monster Energy stock. Have you seen, it's like gone through the roof. <laughs> is it really? We would, yeah. We would be wealthy if we had bought stock back when we were all like forebearers on the uh, energy drink movement. I never got into the energy drinks when I was young. I was late to coffee. I was, yeah. Uh, I never, yeah. I, I didn't really do it all that much in college. Uh, I started down that road when I was teaching in grad school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wanted to fucking die every single goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, Monster God. Energy kept me alive during grad school. Eric had another trick during undergrad that I remember. When you had to pull all-nighters, you would eat, was it, you'd eat apples and water. You were like, eating an apple keeps you awake. Did I do that? You told me that. I think you messed I, up your adages. I don't remember that. <laughs> you told me that that's how you stay because I think at that time I was just pounding energy drinks and I was just apples and energy drinks. There's a lot in college I don't remember. I, I, <laughs> so it says everybody. I, yeah, it's it's entirely possible that happened. I do know that a lot of times in college when I was pulling all nighters for assignments and stuff. I would be so sleep deprived that I would make it through like classes the next day and like be hallucinating. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's entirely possible that I stayed up all night eating apples and I don't remember any of it. That's next level. You, but there was some, you had some sort of like, you'd read about it. Like they were like, there's something about the apple and the crunch and the bite and the satisfying. And then like mm-hmm. the sugar that like makes you alert. I don't remember what I, yeah, honestly, I can't remember I, ever funny, eating an apple in college. I can't pull up that specific <laughs> memory. Not even in a single specific moment. I, right. I, if you say I ate apples, then I believe you. But I swear you told me that. Well, the staying up and uh, hallucinating thing is one of those like early, like when you're a kid, like getting a buzz, like when you drink a lot of sugar and you get your buzz, or you like spin around in like circles and then you get dizzy, or like you stay up for like three days and yeah. then you start to like see shit. Right. It's like, it's I mean, you know. In college, it's like I could just drink alcohol and do this, but no, I just haven't slept in three days. So, yeah. <laughs> some people put alcohol on top of it, and that's yeah, not suggested. <laughs> or if you, I mean, in college, you got to expect you got to go hard. You got to find out what your limits are. Got to do it. Your uh, limits. Your limits. Your the limit. The episode. Sec- play it. Play it. <laughs> play it. Discussion. All right, so we watched season two. What was it? Episode twenty-two. Yes, 22. the limit. The limit. Um, Take it to the limit. Yeah, very fun one. When when it came on, Eric, we watched it all together before this. Eric was like, well, "I don't remember what we're watching today," and then it was like, "Oh, it's this. It's this episode." <laughs> yeah. That was and and oh, you yeah. watched I, it. I you prepared. A, you were like, yeah, oh, "Yeah, yeah." Well, when I found out with the episode, I was like, "I'm gonna watch this episode and take some notes," which I did. Oh yeah, get those things out. It was a good. It was a very fun episode. It's a great, like early on in that, like a kind of bottle episode. Just a nice. Like classic adventure. Yes. This is a good episode for like early in the series because it's sort of centered on exploring a mechanic of the universe. And it does it in a really fun way that's not pedantic or anything. Mm. You know, speak on it, baby. I, so, okay, maybe this will make people angry, but I've come to a sort of recent revelation that one of the defining characteristics of anime is 
an aspersion to plot holes that borders on pedantic. Okay. Where they will just explain and explain and explain and make sure that they're not running into any plot holes. Like, well, the reason he didn't do that was because he did this. And then she said that. And then they would just talk it in a circle. And like, yeah, just like if anybody thought they were going to go on Reddit and, and take down, you know, the the (laughs) mechanics of this episode, here's the explanation why that's not true. And anime will go to great lengths to just explain away different, you know, uh, mechanics. Uh, Well, adventure time just did a whole episode on how Jake stretches and, nope. and what the actual limits of that are. And they did it in a super fun way without being pedantic or expository at all. No, it was, we're going to show you the limits. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually even say that I was waiting for them for, I was waiting for Chekhov's gun. They call it uh, in literature with, or in, in songs and stuff like, where, I, where they were going to say, I stretched to my limit, man. Like, I don't think he actually ever says it. Yeah. They held he that does. back. Which no, he just funny. goes, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Even more to, to their credit, um, I think Chekhov's gun is from theater. It's from theater. Okay. Yeah, because they like you show oh! a gun and play an and act, act one, one and you better it, have it by act, act three, three kind of thing. I think. And then That's it's the and then people yes, and then people yeah. take that the concept and apply it to literature to everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Adventure time, even <laughs> <laughs> high art. Yeah. Um, I more to this being an early episode from it starts immediately and the art and the drawing looks a little different, right? Then yeah. Yeah. Cause we just watched like a season eight like episode. A touch less clean. Yeah. A little it's d- definitely a step up from like those early, like season one where it was like a way. Yeah. But it's not yet newly. super slick. Like what it like becomes super computerized fucking very yeah. Exact <laughs> yeah. every time. Jake is drawn a little bit rougher and it's it's funny because like they put Jake's body through some really weird twisty turns and, and make his face look so fucked up in some spots. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it, it it's definitely not quite as smooth of a Jake that we uh come to get in later seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh they, they do the fun thing too, where like sometimes Finn will do stuff. And they'll just draw his face differently for yeah. comedic effect for that one scene. <laughs> so like when it starts, right. Um, they're like, it's a shoot. He's like, right. Jake's like, Oh man, it's a shooting star. Make a wish. And, and Finn's like, it's not a shooting star, man. It's just a, like, <laughs> a firefly, a firefly. And then he takes it down and kisses it. And his, his lips get all like, <laughs> they stay glowy, <laughs> glowy, like the firefly, like the light. And his, and his face is real small too. It's funny. Have you seen, uh, I'm sure this has been going around for a while, but I've seen it pop up a lot recently. Uh, the axolotl face is basically Finn's face. No, no, no. Explain this. You know, like that little salamander guy, the axolotl. Axolotl. It's like that's that pink smiley little pink smiley salamander. Yeah, he's got like like this gill thing. He looks he like the most adorable fucking animal in the animal kingdom. Oh, I'm looking. So okay, so an axolotl. <laughs> is a real amphibian that exists. Oh. In Mexico, right? So it looks like. Originally found in several lakes um underlying Mexico. Hey, I'm Googling something, Eric. Oh, oh, play, that, play that Google play theme that song. Google theme song, baby. <laughs>
Google, Google. So here it is. I'm going to show you right now. Steve, there it is. Oh, oh my God. This is incredible. Isn't that little guy adorable? That's a way to say it. <laughs> he's got the little smiley Certain face. pictures are adorable. Yeah, the one where he's smiling is very adorable. Yeah, I'm going to post this to the Instagram. That is Finn's face. So that's an Axel Adel. Oh, so do you think like, this is where what they based Finn off of? No, but, uh, well, I don't know, but that's what it looks like, right? It yeah. is. It, it, this looks like Finn. <laughs> Would that be like a a really deep laid in reference to evolution? Like we evolved <laughs> from like the sea creatures. So we're making the human's face like the original. <laughs> you see where I'm going? Oh, I do. Because I don't. I lost that one. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so Finn and Jake are, uh, he kisses the firefly, and he, but but the thing is, make a wish, right? Uh. And both of them have the same wish, right? It's very long. It's They want one thing, it has a very long name. What is it, Steve? The ancient psychic tandem war elephant. Yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> and But luckily, they don't ask us to envision what they could be talking about because we get a thought bubble a combined like they both i think get like thought bubbles together that like combine to one thought yeah and they show us what it is and it's a it's an elephant where instead of having a butt it has like another head kind of like trunk. a cat dog situation yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a great way to describe it um it's an elephant elephant yeah it's it's white it's like got pink features and it looks like, it, is it like shooting off lasers or something? Yeah. They got like laser kind of glasses kind of things and yeah, shooting lasers out of their trunks. And they're like tusks, I think. Also, yeah, like I think so. Um, but, and that's what they want. But Jake definitely warns Finn that, remember, you they have to uh, give you permission, right? Well, they have to give you control. They have to give you control. You cannot take control from the ancient <laughs> yeah. tandem war elephant. The first couple times they said it, I was missing a word in there. Like I missed war and tandem. Right. They they appro- they approach it as if it, like this is common knowledge. Like everyone, including the viewer, is supposed to just know the ancient psychic tandem war elephant. Mm-hmm. Which I, it's it's such a ludicrous concept that of course you you would never have like seen that coming. That that. Yeah. But I love that they like they approach it like yeah everyone fucking knows what the ancient well they say what they is. they're like there's only one wish that two bros can have yeah. Obviously, Obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're both in on it. They're they're both yeah. there. They've um, probably been talking about like, it. For... They don't help the audience out at all. No, like, there there's no crutch. It's but just it's... like get with it. This is a fucking thing in the land of ooh. Everyone wants an ancient psychic tandem war. I sure do. <laughs> it breeds uh, curiosity. So the next time they say it, I'm listening far closer because I'm like I gotta decipher what they're talking about. <laughs> um, and but then it, I think. It, at that point, we pan out a little bit, and we realize that they're not just on top of some hill; that they're in a pen with a bunch of uh, hot dogs, with hot dog princess and yeah. a couple of hot dog nights. Maria Bamford. And I, and I was thinking at first, I was like, "Oh, it's like hot dog dogs, like you know, you call a dog a hot dog." But then it's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> they're actual they're hot actual hot dogs, <laughs> and they're immune to poison, <laughs> and they're they're not bright." So she's the hot dog princess. To keep her kingdom safe, they all have to be in this pen. Otherwise, they're going to get into trouble, I think, is what's going on. And a couple of them got out and went on a quest, and they got lost immediately. And she, even by her own omission, the hot dog knights are slow, I think she's slow. 
<laughs> and they're just like throwing mud on each other laughing like <laughs> yeah they're kind of like banana guards or uh maybe like a king shark in the new suicide squad in <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of like that kind of vibe definitely banana guardy yeah a lot of dum-dums in the land of Ooh. yeah lovable <laughs> lovable dum-dums at least <laughs> and then um <laughs> so then they basically write um out of nowhere comes a firework <laughs> that's what happens next and the firework explodes and leaves in its place for a few seconds for all to see just the word but. B-U-T-T. Yeah, which is very funny to see. And then Hot Dog Princess tells us that it's a uh, it's a call for help. From her hot dog nights. They're trapped somewhere. And she explains that B-U-T-T is an acronym. But if I remember correctly, I, I was like, wait, does that even like work? Is it... <laughs> No. No, the acronym what is, it? is she goes, she goes, BB, us, trouble, time. <laughs> Wait, so S, you said? Us. Oh, us. Okay. B U T T is BB, I guess, is a hot dog princess's name? Or other hot dog nights are named BB? Or Baby. Yeah. I don't, yeah, is I don't it know. the remote Bebe? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, us trouble time, yeah. Baby, sick as the hot dog night. Yeah. Um. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, but they, but but hot dog princess is like, hey, if you go find them, like bring them back, right? Like yeah. that's basically like Finn and Jake. Go get my hot dog nights. Yeah. Please do that for me. Quick and easy Finn and Jake mission. Yeah, as it should be. And as they <laughs> they approach um, where they are, and it's this like insanely elaborate oh. maze. Um, the the first like minute and a half of this episode is just so packed with stuff. I oh. yeah, yeah. Do the, I, oh, the yoga you ball. Say? Oh, yeah. My God. So they walk in. They see this giant maze. You know, like with the minotaur in the middle or whatever it might be. And Finn goes, "Fudge, man, that thing is yoga balls huge." <laughs> <laughs> to which uh, Jake goes, "I don't know, man. Yoga balls aren't that huge." <laughs> he, he actually he says some right. like really weird line. Like it sounds like John DiMaggio messed up and they just kept it in. Yeah, his syntax like in the sentence kind of like messed right. up, right? Yeah. It was like yoga balls aren't that really big yeah. or something like that. <laughs> oh, I missed yes, that. That's I good. That. And then Finn, his retort to that where he's just like, "Hey man, I can't analyze everything that comes out of my mouth." <laughs> like, Mwah. that's what he, uh. we're here for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here for. And then but then then the next thing that happens um, is something we talk about all the time in this podcast is Jake just goes, Hey man, should I just like stretchy dog over this and cheat and just like go to the middle right now? <laughs> Which we always bring up is like, God, like so many things could be solved. If Jake just stretchy dog, it's like the Lord of the Rings. Like, why didn't they just take the Eagles to the yeah. volcano in the first place? Yeah. Exactly. So I love that they, that they like acknowledge it here. And then a sign comes up and says no cheating <laughs> or you die or you die. Yes. It's in these like ancient rune glyphics that like morph to English. That says like no cheating or you die. Yeah. They heard they're like, okay, okay. So then Jacob immediately is like, okay, man, well I'll just uh, wrap my body around this stump here and stretch all the way through. <laughs> He's like, you're a cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a cool guy. Uh, isn't being a cool guy like in Card Wars? That was like the, uh, it's like the loser has to drink this and then oh, the yeah. winner is a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not said lightly here. I think a cool guy is like a, it's a thing in it. Yeah. It's not something to be trifled with. Big t- term of endearment. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So then they go in and just immediately all the hot dog nights are right there. Like, like <laughs> yeah, just, they is... just walk through and then that's where they are. Yeah. They did not make it far. And they're freaking out, right? <laughs> well, I love the the line that Finn gives, like right when he runs into him, because he's like, "Come on, man, we gotta like look around for these hot dog nights." <laughs> and they're yeah. like all right in front of. Him. They're like, "This is gonna take forever," and yeah, they're right there, and they're they're going crazy. They're like running into walls and stuff. <laughs> you like flop on the ground. They just start going like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!" Yeah, and. uh and then they're, aren't they like, hey, like we were sent here to save you? And they're like, oh my, thank God. Like we are so lost. <laughs> yeah. But they reveal that their original mission was to find the center of the maze because they get a wish granted if they do. Uh, so then Finn and Jake were like, well, yeah, let, let's do that one instead. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're like, we can get the war health in, man. <laughs> Who sent them on that mission? Did the, the well, princess- a hot dog comes in. Like he has like a mace and he goes like, if you reach the center of the maze, you will get wishes. So you think that that he's the one who instigated them going to look. Yeah. And then you literally throw a dog a bone like, okay, yeah, here's like the boy and the dog that love to go on adventures. A maze and wishes in the middle a quest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the hot dogs really serve no purpose from then on other than to just egg Jake on. Yeah, they hop on top of Jake's head and like ride <laughs> <Just> him, ride him, <laughs> ride him through the maze. They're like more of an encumbrance than anything. Yeah, yeah no, 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 I think this this mission would have stopped because they start going and Jake's like stretching real far, and they definitely Finn is like, let's turn back, and the hot dogs keep egging Jake on. Like if they weren't there to peer pressure him, they would have just yeah gone back. It wouldn't have been worth, worth it. Yeah, um, or I'll, yeah, so it's. It's funny. What happens after that? Oh, they come um up to a golem, like mm-hmm. right, and it's like this huge like warrior. This is when we learn that Jake's stretchiness might be getting out of control because instinctually Finn's like just wrap around him, and all the hot dogs are like yeah, Jake wrap around <laughs> Jake, him, Jake, Jake. <laughs> and he wraps and uh, but he's like I don't know if I can do this. Like I'm getting real stretched, <laughs> real, real strange, thin. just like Aah! yeah, and he does. And it's funny because then he, then he just keeps stretching. So it's like in in the entangled in this like maze now is like one of these huge stone warriors <laughs> yeah. wrapped up like dozens yeah. of times. It's going to be funny when they have to, you know, if they had to go back through it and unwrap to leave, they would have to let yeah, like the that... original plan that they had was yeah. to just like follow him back out. Right. Oh, man. I like the uh, is a very similar thing to the hot dog nights. Like this next scene is Jake's talking and. Finn is like, hey, man, you're stretching pretty thin. He's like, hey, how about you take your negative body issues and put them someplace else, and I'll take my positive body issues and fight a golem? Like, it's the same, like, oh, mid-sentence, wow. like, going up thing. Oh, great memory. I forgot about that that line. That's yeah, and good. then they go into the fight and everything. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And then you're kind of like, okay, I wrote down, literally, he's stretching to his limit. <laughs> he's At- quite literally being stretched too thin. It's a- yeah. Heavy-headed metaphor, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. And then they, uh, the next are the scorpions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like get past that, and then they come across his body stretching like in a cross section of the maze. So they like kind of like got turned around, and Finn just starts booping them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like poking, boop 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 boop. He's like, hey, that's my nerve. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but stretched out. Yeah, and then but he's still no one's no one's like worried, and then all out of nowhere comes a scorpion and just lot like just starts stinging his stinging his nerve. <laughs> Jake just boom, huge hand punch. The the scorpion right off. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And, and then, then there's like a huge enclave of scorpions <laughs> that like pour out onto him. Um luckily in a twist of fate, this isn't the certain death of the hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs are immune to poison, as everyone knows. <laughs> hot dogs just getting stabbed like 20 it, times. It does like, make sense. It's okay, we're immune to poison. <laughs> I will say that makes sense to me. It checks out. It does? Yeah. Okay. Because hot dogs are made of like garbage, like <laughs> basically poison. Basically poison. Yeah. <laughs> they just take like all the remnants of like various meats and just grind it together and put it in a casing. So it's like if any thing is going to be impervious to that, it's like what was scraped off the the cutting room floor. Okay. All right. I'm glad that makes sense to you, Nick. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah. And then Jake, but then Jake, they're like, I think this is when Finn's like, yo, let's go back. And Finn, and the, they're all cheering for him still the hot dogs. And then he uses his body and morphs up and just plugs the hole. Yeah, finger in the damn style and gets more poison from the scorpions and he's like I'm filled with poison yeah and then the hot dogs are like dude just push through it right (laughs) (laughs) which he can weirdly I think he gets a little paler in the next scene well I remember there's one time Jake I think has like something happen where he gets like poison where he's not like stretched super thin and he's like oh my or he's even like small and he gets like poisoned and he's like oh no I got poisoned wait a minute let me just get really big so the poison is like way less in my system and he yeah. like gets huge and like that goes away. I remember that being a thing. Yeah, it was like uh like you would need you would need a liver like twelve times oh, the yeah, size be, in order to process yep. this toxin. He's like, Well, I can do that. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. <laughs> I think it's it's also like really weird and funny that they reference his internal organs when he's stretching. Cause like yeah. I guess because it, it makes you want to think like, all right, I mean, Jake is just like a gumby kind of character. He's just like putty, you can stretch it, but like he, yeah, they there's a liver in there, and there's like all sorts of shit that's getting stretched out, and like it's all weird and gross. And I love that they lean into that, and like, no, you have to think about this also now. <laughs> <laughs> my organs are stretched so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally saying my organs. <laughs> I was like, oh, this just got realer. Um, yeah, it's funny, and then then they come across the entrance to the middle of the maze. There's like a. Uh like room montage of them like okay oh, i gotta like right, 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 right. move this block over here we gotta go down these stairs blah, 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 and they go through like basically stuff. we're gonna speed through the rest of this maze yeah. right now yeah. uh and they jake is stretching literally while during that montage i was like fuck man he could keep stretching like this and he's getting so thin yeah so when they come to the entrance of the maze they like come into that room I was like, holy shit, he looks fucked. Like, his face You were, like, audibly gassed. You were like, dude! (laughs) Yeah. Like, his eyes are on top of his head now. (laughs) He can't shut his eyes. Stretch, dude. Yeah, like, his ears and his, his, like, the top of his head, his forehead is gone. Just, like, a little line. (laughs) (laughs) Duck lips. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, uh... Yeah, and then they come and they have to like solve a little a kitten puzzle. slide puzzle, like those like block puzzles that you gotta like move <laughs> them around. There's usually one that's like not there, so you can actually move them around. Otherwise, you can't move just nine pieces, which I think is what the puzzle I know, was. Right? I yeah, that caused some dissonance for me. I was like, "How is this happening?" Yeah. 
Um, Who solves it? Jake stretches up there and goes, zip, zap, zoop, zoop. Got it. Yeah, they don't even make a fuss about it. It's like, here's just one of these kinds of puzzles. I'll solve it. No big deal. <laughs> Jake, just stretching, making it happen. Like the the problem about it, the thing that made it difficult was that it was up high, that he had to stretch mm-hmm. to get to it. Yeah, it was up on this like <laughs> statue thing. Yeah, the puzzle's oh. not. It's so funny. I, in early in the episode, in the, in the series, is is Jake just handling things like this all the time? Like he's like doing everything. <laughs> I mean, hmm. they might have just done it for the episode. I can't remember. I was kind of thinking, I'm like, when they were fighting the golem, I'm like, Finn just like jumps. He like does like a flip. And then he's like, Jake, wrap him up. And he's like, not like using a sword to like attack the golem or anything. He just like really does stand to the side. He uh, he comes on top and he he throws his shirt over the golem's eyes. Oh, that's what he did. <laughs> it's really, it's strange, but it's funny. But I mean, yeah, I think I think everyone knows that like Jake is the real muscle in their in their you know monster fighting team. And there's like lots of episodes that you know, that focus on that. Um, I think like what the first dungeon episode, Finn is trying to prove that he can do it without Jake, yeah, and, yeah, and it yeah, totally yeah. sucks without mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you remember in Web Weirdos where like Finn is trying to do all this crazy parkour shit and he's so bad at it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's is that Bobcat Goldthwait is a spider? Yeah, yeah, that, right? yeah. Oh, I love that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're like bouncing off all these rocks and stuff, and Jake has has like no issue doing that kind of physical, you know, you know, jumping around and flips and stuff. And the Finn is just like he's fucking like terrible at yeah, it. Yeah. It's like this is this is what happens when you pull back and just like look at this guy who's just like jumping around on rocks like yeah he's <laughs> yeah when you don't have your magical friend it's a lot harder <laughs> kind of like a office uh they like run around and they just yell parkour but they're just like rolling on couches and yeah shit. yeah so but it seems that like throughout this episode finn is very concerned for jake that he knows that jake is yeah several is, times is is carrying more than his fair share of the weight here yeah and he doesn't want to keep pushing him to the end until he does. Yes, <laughs> which is what we are gonna. So they solve the puzzle. They go through the room, and at and at, at that the center of the maze now. Yeah, and one of the hot dogs has jumped on top of like the puzzle. Oh, he loves kitties. So yeah. he's like, "Oh, kitty!" And then he jumps on the puzzle, breaks, and then the door and smashes Jake's internal organs. <laughs> and at that point. It's like, okay, he's like gonna die. Yeah, there's no turning back. There's no point turning back. And he's like, I should have listened to you. We should have turned back. And then the uh the guy in the middle, this like weird mud snake thing, yeah. <laughs> lizard, is like the, the person in the middle who grants the wishes. Um and they have to get across like like a maze almost like a mission impossible style. Like I was going to say like Indiana moats. Jones where yeah, Indiana like the Jones. floor kind of falls out yes. underneath you and there's and like trap doors and stuff. It's booby trapped and and that's when they need him. And that's that brings us to what you're talking about, Eric. Yeah. Uh the well one of the hot dogs gets obliterated via one of the booby traps. So yeah, like a bowling ball just comes and boom, yeah, just explodes him. So the remaining hot dogs are like, "Jake, you got to carry us over." And Jake's like, "Oh man, no, I'm stretched out. Like this is this is the end." And and then like Finn has some weird change of heart where like I can't tell like what his motivation well, he's is. He's probably saying like, "Well, if we get to the center, then I can wish you back." It, I think he's. It says. is maybe because when he says it, it's almost like something clicked in his head, like he has a plan or something. 
But then he his plan is just to stretch Jake even further, which might kill him. Like, yeah, it seemed really mean. He's like, all right, Jake, you have to do it. Pick us up and it, stretch us over. It seemed like there would be some sort of immediate payoff where Jake had, or Finn had a trick up his sleeve and didn't really need Jake no. to like. The trick comes a little bit later. But, a later, but yeah. like, yeah, no, it's like, no, he literally just needed Jake to do that to get to the center. <laughs> I think you're right that that's probably what it was. Yeah. But it's just the way it happens is like odd. <laughs> yeah. Well, the hot dogs, are, he's like, no, I'm too thin. And they're like, Jake, Jake, Jake. Actually, I'll do anything if you say my name three times. And then he wraps everybody up. And just drags them over all the traps and drops them in the middle of the maze with the maze master. I don't know the what maze, this thing is called. The maze master. It's as good names I have. Snake, dirt snake, mud snake. Yeah, Ooh, those are weird names. Mud I don't snake know if I like dirt doing. snake. <laughs> dirt snake feels bad. Ooh, dirt snake. Snakes are bad. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, and and Jake dies. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> J- and he's like, yeah, yeah. Jake, stay with me, man. Jake stretches them over, nah. he drops them all there, and he goes, okay, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, no, man, stay with me. And Jake's like, nah. Yeah. I think it's meh. No, he says not. Like, oh, he's, nah. he's de- he, like, declining no the to offer the... to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's 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 good. I missed that he was, like, act- but he wasn't actually dead. He's, like. He's, in, he's like on the brink of death. Yeah, he and stays alive for like the next two minutes. <laughs> yeah, they give him they give him all wishes, which now is Finn, Jake, and two hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And and the hot dogs first, and Finn instructs them, like, wish for your friends back that have died, that just died. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them goes, I wish for a box. Box pops up. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and the other one says, I wish to blow up. I mean, get big. Yeah. And then he explodes. And he explodes. <laughs> These guys are so dumb. <laughs> yeah. And what is, what is Finn goes, you, you, man, you guys really are stupid. And the hot dog in the box is like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's in the box because he's like, what do you mean? Because he got his wish and he's really enjoying it. Like he's like inside the box, like having a ball. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> That's and then, but, yeah. but Jake is stupid too, because Finn tells him, like to wish for uh, the ancient psychic tandem war elephant so that Finn can wish for them to get healed. But Jake can't think straight on an empty stomach. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I wish I wasn't so hungry. Boom. Which sandwich. is like, wait, what? Why is he hungry? Is it because he's stretched? I guess. He's just loopy. I don't is know. his stomach so big because it's he's stretched so far that he's Probably. hungry now? I he's always know. like a bottomless pit with food, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wish for that. It's like, more of them. For both of us. Um, and he does. Right? And he does. Yeah, yeah, you think he won't. He, he'll he'll wish for everyone to get But this is where fixed. he has the trick up his sleeve. Yeah. Which I, I want to ask you. So he gets to the elf, and then he goes and talks to it telepathically. Yes. He's like, are you worthy of my, of my control, of me giving you control? <laughs> he goes, you... Since we're in the human, yeah. are you worthy to control me? There it is. What does Finn say? He's like, you know I am. because He's like, you know I am because I'm talking to you psychically yeah. or something. Like that. <laughs> um, uh, and then he gets up there. And now this is what I want to know. So now that the, now that the war elephant, I'll just I'll shorten Ancient it. psychic the tandem, tandem war, war elephant. A-P, what is it? T-E-T-W-E-N. Yeah. <laughs> Aptowit. <laughs> now that the Aptu is there, does does he get or do they get 
um, a wish, and that's what. And then Finn goes wish for his life back. Yeah, he well, the elephant's a sentient being, so he gets a wish. Yeah, just for being. <laughs> that's a really being. great like uh, loophole. <laughs> yeah, this episode should have been called the loophole. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then that's when. The, the, the mud snake is like, wait, what? You can't do that. Um, and then they- <laughs> you weren't supposed to have your wishes come true. Oh, no. You were supposed to die. Yeah, but, his, but his wish isn't just to bring Jake back. Oh, bring everyone back. It's, bring all it's his friends. to honor Finn's desires. Oh, I wish for whatever Finn desires. Yeah, yeah. which is such a blanket. I didn't know you could wish like that. Could I, if I get a wish from a genie, can I just go, I wish for all of my desires to be met? <laughs> that's another loop wish loophole i've got to remember for when i meet the genius it's almost like a uh the domino the comic book character that is just like super lucky where everything just like works out all the time so right. you could just be like yeah everything just always works out for me i'm all, all my needs are always met kind of thing oh we we, we did i did i just want to go back when the for, when the war elephant first appears it's just like spinning and yeah. just firing lasers everywhere and causing complete chaos. And I was like, oh, that's going to be the twist is that these things are so insane and unwieldy. You but can't control them. You can't control them. Yeah. But then, yeah, but then Jake's like, you have to remember, he has to give you control. Gives him control real quick. Yeah. Real easy. <laughs> and they, they get on, and the mud snake is like, what? wait, yeah, you were, this wasn't supposed to happen. You're supposed, You're supposed to, to die. To die. <laughs> But but he but that's it. He he's bemoaning it, and then they just go off into the the sunset. Yeah, <laughs> or the moon. I think the moon. Yeah, the moon set. And the uh, the the elephant doesn't show up again for a while, but he but does, does show up again. Yeah, <laughs> I think late like way late in these like at the like the end wars. I think it like shows up again. That's yeah, well, so there, there's like a, there's a one of the more confusing arcs. The the ancient second kingdom war elephant plays a pretty prominent role in with um the sky witch uh-huh i forget her name but she's like on she's like knocked into a coma and so like the only way that she can like communicate with like the physical world is yeah. like through the psychic connection with the elephants <laughs> with sky witch uh, uh i don't want to get down that rabbit hole down the rabbit hole But there, there are some episodes where they bring up the elephant and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we have the ancient psychic kingdom war elephant. Shouldn't we just like use it, use him to like help us out on this mission? And like they just forget about him half the time. <laughs> I think he, I think he like chills in their treasure room at the treehouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That would be. But he seems it, really cool if they like so, passed him a lot. And, he's like, so big that he shouldn't be able to. <laughs> but maybe since he's ancient, he can. Go down. He's, he's got powers beyond yeah. all known physics in the universe that doesn't really have physics. Yeah. It's <laughs> like once they unlock him in like season two, it's like, shouldn't they be able to like just win everything? But I, I think they explain it away like by saying that they just kind of forget to use him sometimes. They keep forgetting. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, it's, the, like, it's like Neptar. They just forget about him. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like the, I know the movie, but I know it's a book too, but uh, Sphere. Oh, I never so it's basically uh like was it dustin hoffman samuel L. jackson sharon stone they like go underwater to this plane crash that's down there and they think it's like an alien and it's this big golden sphere 
right? And then they, like, one by one, they all go into the sphere, even though they're not supposed to, and they get all these powers to, like, manifest, like, their thoughts into realities, and it manifests all their worst thoughts into realities, and they're like, wow, we could use this for good, but humans are innately terrible, so <laughs> what do we do with this power? And at the end of the, the big, like, denouement of the movie is like, well, we know we have the power, but we're still alive. How can that be? We have the power to forget. And like that's the movie. And it's like, oh, so you just forgot? <laughs> huh. All right. It's a twist, sure, but satisfying? <laughs> I don't know. A, that's been the basic thing with that. It's like, oh, we have this like trump card that beats everything. Ah, I forgot about it though every time. <laughs> There's no challenge if you use an ancient psychic tandem war elephant. Yeah. No, oh, man, it's funny. <sighs> but then that's the episode. It's the episode. Hey, did you see the snail, you guys? Uh, <laughs> oh, play that. Did you see the snail theme zone? Oh, Eric, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. Steve, did you see the snail? I saw the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. <gasps> oh, oh, shit! Three, four, three! Play the theme song! Play the theme song! Lurking in the scenery Throughout the land of Ooh He lies in wait for me and you I've listened to maybe like a 30-year podcast and was that like 20, 25 in that range and probably I've never heard that song. It's it's become a rarity because Nick is not that good at seeing the song. No, I'm not. I keep getting I keep forgetting. And now that I only watched the episodes once being transparent, I'm I'm really lost. And you're taking notes like during it too. So I do like, take notes. Anyway. Today though, I did was like because I've just been really dropping the ball, like not even looking. And then this segment comes, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to look. <laughs> I this time I was like, okay, I'm gonna look. Um, and I used Eric's method of looking at establishing shots of new. Uh, settings mm -hmm. <laughs> and it worked actually it did work but also it it was a uh, kind of quick it was in like the montage section yeah it's right at the beginning of the montage yeah. section i believe right when they he like wraps himself around this like big stone cube and yeah. moves it like off to the side the snail's just like hey 
I gotta tell you, it felt really good to see him. Oh, yeah. I didn't fist I pump, imagine. but I wanted to. I know. I was like, should I react? Or did they see him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to make any moves. I'm like, I want to see if they get it. <laughs> A three way victory. Good job, everyone. Oh, and I love the. Uh, it was like the Final Fantasy uh, fanfare. That you da, da, got da, da, it. Da, 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 you got it. Did you ever realize that reference? No. Yeah. 73 episodes, 74 episodes. Nick has not realized that. No. I don't know the Final I've, Fantasy. I, Final Fantasy 7. We were just talking about it before. Yeah, we but were just I talking mean, about it. <laughs> I just love it. It's my favorite game ever. Uh, that's why you're a good guest. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, it's like the... It's, it is the... It's not an exact uh, quote, but it is the weirder reharmonization version from Final Fantasy uh-huh. VII. There's yeah, like it's a weird harmony. It's like, it's <laughs> it sure like, is. <laughs> it uses the uh, like the major flat two. Okay, it's like a, that really unsettling like reharm. <clears throat> I love that there's a different version of that theme in all the Final Fantasy games. Well, that dude, uh, what's his face, Nobu Amatsu, he like played with a whole bunch of different versions of it. Yeah, crazy anything. Uh, I find that funny that that came back up because last time we were talking about like Weird Al and David Lynch. And then like when we went through like the wiki, it was like, and he talked about David Lynch and Weird Al in this episode, like interview. <laughs> like, yeah. how did that come around? Oh, yeah. We're full of tying up loose ends on this. Full circle, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, sweet. I want to do ads and then uh, miscellaneous media. Yeah. Here's, here's ads. Great. <laughs> We never announced the ad section. I know. It just happens. Because we have an, an announcement of the ads in the ad. Oh, okay. But here is the ad section that's about to happen with a further preface of the ad section. It's a reharmonization of the announcement of the ad section. Yes. Here's an ad. <laughs> okay. Now, Miscellaneous Mania. Definitely like me trying to channel Steve Martin. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Eric, you have anything? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, talking about how the the ancient Satanomorph comes back is pretty cool. I wonder if there's a list online. I should look this up. <clears throat> While like, you guys play that Google theme song, um, <laughs> I actually have something for Miscellaneous Mania. Oh, uh, so uh, there's a band, Hiatus Coyote. Oh yeah, from oh. Melbourne, Australia. We know them. No of them. They're pretty. No pretty, music. Pretty cool as far as music goes. Uh, their song, I think, "Mobius Streak" is the name of the song, and uh, one of the lyrics, to, I think, to the second verse, it starts off "Ancient Psychic Tandem Love Elephant." <laughs> so that's a little reference in a uh, popular culture. That's amazing. Is it? Is the psychic ancient psychic thing war elephant like itself a reference to anything? I don't know. I I think uh, the singer Napalm just likes Adventure Time, like most people <laughs> in their right mind would, if they gave it a chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it says here on the wiki that sometimes it's called um, by its uh, ac- acronym. Yeah. Apt-W-E. Apt-W-E. Yeah. apt Yeah, it is. And the, the, Who voices a, him? Um, that is... 
Um, Finn the Human. So Steve Agee. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which I wouldn't have called. Have you been watching Suicide Squad? Or yeah. not Suicide Squad, uh, Peacemaker? No. He's in it? Yeah. Well, he was in Suicide the Suicide Squad also. Mm. But now he has like a he he had like a supporting role as like the man at the computer, the man in the chair. Mm-hmm. And now he's like in the Peacemaker show and he's pretty funny. I loved uh the rat catcher from that movie. I thought she was awesome. How she was just tired all the time. <laughs> it's very funny to me. It was it was a good movie. Um, here's the connection. Better than the other one for sure. It was. <laughs> here's another connection. Um, so Jake <laughs> wished for a sandwich. Also in the episode Jake the Dog, he wishes uh for one from Prismo. Oh yeah, and, with the cosmic pickles or whatever. Yeah, and Prismo's like declines him and says, "You can just make one." <laughs> he won't grant that wish, but I, I like that it's a, um. Yeah. Yeah, and there's another. He does it in the Grables. He also makes a sandwich appear. J- Jake loves sandwiches. It's just firmly established in the show. He loves yeah. food. Loves <laughs> food, don't we all? Yeah. So, th- so this episode makes me think of like the conclusion of Jake's character arc. Um, How so? In that. So I don't think you've seen this episode. Have you, Nick, in Jake the Star Child? Oh, I don't know. Where it's like it's revealed like all of his alien origins, like his alien dad. Yeah, that's way late, right? That's like season 10, I think. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the last thing that happens before the final battle episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um so in order for like his true powers to be like released or whatever, he has to like stretch in that in that like weird contraption. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, he has to like stretch himself to the limit in order to like unlock his, his, yeah. There's like, like some key thing that he has to like stretch in. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's sort of like echo an echo of this episode, the limit, like of like oh, him, yeah. like really like going as far as he can stretching. Um, nice. and they, uh, they reference this episode in Jake, the star child again, in another way with, um, he, his claim that he'll do anything as long as people chant his name three times. Like they, they bring back that little minute detail. Right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the, the little Beetlejuice quality in him. Yeah. I would love to have that with like one of my friends is like, listen, like if I say Eric three times, you gotta do this. Like, you know, it's important. <laughs> I gotta do it. It's like, sorry guys, I gotta go. Steve needs something. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I do want to bring up. So this was, um, Written and storyboarded by good old Jesse Moynihan and Cole Sanchez. And uh, so, which is great. Love those episodes of those guys do. Now, I do want to bring up at the end of the episode, they're uh-huh. flying away, which, is, which actually is funny that the ancient oh, ten, yeah. second where I can fly. But uh, <laughs> they're flying away and uh, and you see the maze and it looks like there's a word in the There maze. look like letters for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 did we it looked like a parish or something like that? Yeah, we couldn't like really a figure dot it out. Parish? We couldn't figure it out. Now, according to the wiki, mm-hmm. um Jesse Moynihan did um like a video like answer session on like an old site called VU, which I don't even know if that's around anymore. I don't really know okay. what that is. But I guess he was answering fan questions on there for a while and someone asked him what it was, and apparently it spells out the word April. Oh, um okay. And the 
whoever added this in said that Jesse Moynihan said that he was quote forced to put well not quote but he was forced to put this in the episode under order of one of his friends. <laughs> Which doesn't explain anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't explain why it is. It's like I guess it's like one of his friends was like, Yo, you need to put the the name April in one of those episodes. And he was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm being forced to do it. Hard air quotes on yeah. forced. That's why I said I'm like, I'm not gonna say this is a direct quote because it doesn't really make sense. Well <laughs> under duress, Jesse Moynihan drew in. Choose a month and put it in the maze. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what the significance April? of that is. Uh, so one of his friends. I have a friend named April. Mm. Eh. <laughs> no. Any other good ones, Eric? You're seeing. Um. Oh, there's one other line that I wanted to make mention of. Uh, <laughs> when, when the hot, at one point when the hot dog nights are trying <laughs> to uh. <laughs> To make Jake continue stretching, <laughs> they're like, "Jake, you can do it! You can do it!" And then one of them goes, "You stretch so good!" Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's just the deliveries and like the choices that all the voice actors and everything that's made—it's just always like never what I expect, even if I've seen it like Great, so many times. Weird, yeah. Those hot dogs were weird. The yeah. who was voicing them? I think Maria Bamford voiced a couple of the hot dog nights. I can see that. She's got that like throaty, like, I'm a hot dog princess. <laughs> F- BB, us, trouble, time. I don't even know if that's her voice or not, but I feel like it is. <laughs> oh, here we go. I love Maria Bamford so much. I'm, I'm, I've yeah. been talking about it. I want to do a Lady Dynamite rewatch. Mm. Yeah. Maria Bamford, uh, D. Bradley Baker, Steve Agee, and Randy uh, Lightke. Lightke. Uh, yeah, I think that maybe is how you say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Randy. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, they're great comic relief throughout the episode. Cool. (laughs) This is fun. Uh, Eric, should we figure out what we're going to watch next week? Let's do it. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch next week's theme song? What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? One eighteen. What's one? Yeah, I can get that. Ooh, <clears throat> that's probably going to be like season five, six in that range. I think it's Simon and Marcy, <gasps> which we already did, right? Oh. Is, that, is that where the production code is? Oh, one minute. Simon and Marcy, classic app. Yeah, we. That was like our fourth one. Oh. <clears throat> We're trying not to redo. I guess if a guest requests a redo, we can do it. I think you should, you should get like I guess <laughs> get enough. <laughs> episodes away from it so that when you guys go back to it be like, yeah. it's a little less yeah. <laughs> we're never going to finish this podcast if we start doing episodes over how many total episodes are there like Two, all like- 283 plus four specials plus the pilot plus i'm assuming 10 episodes of fiona and cake that are going to happen soon mm. all right so call it like 300 ish yeah and we're at 70 ish yeah we've done a couple episodes we did an episode of regular show Mm. We did the Jeff interview. <laughs> yeah. There's some other shit in there too. We're yeah. gonna do our David Lynch special at some point. Oh um, yeah, definitely down to come we back for that one. We um, you know what uh we have to do soon is we said <clears throat> last year 
that for your birthday this year we would do uh mystery train again Ooh. and do it in an escape room well, we said that <laughs> yeah. did you say that I, I, we thought we both agreed on it oh, okay <laughs> that seems whoa that's soon my birthday is like coming up in a month Difficult yeah because that's that, that's like the birthday episode <sighs> okay well, so you just that's your I favorite did... episode no oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got i have the portable recorder or we could do our phones again yeah dude i'm not good at escape rooms <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I've never Wait, done why, one. Why Mystery Train, though? Because that was... So we did that around Nick's birthday last year. Like, and apropos it, of nothing. Just yeah. Like yeah. Random, okay. And it happened to be a birthday episode. Like, that's... Finished. Oh, that is his birthday. You're right. You're yeah. Right, you're, right, you're right. So we said next year, after the pandemic's over, womp womp, we would do a murder mystery type escape room mm. while doing... The mystery train episode again for Nick's birthday. Dude, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> All right. So we have that to look forward to next <laughs> All month. Right, there yeah. we go. Although I don't know what the schedule is going to be like. Tour yet? I might be on tour next month. All right. Well, we'll figure it When's out. When's your birthday? March 1st. Mm. Yeah. We're like leaving around that time and we're touring basically at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It could be the last thing that happens before I leave. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's I ep- want that to happen. What's episode 93? Let's try that Ooh, one. Ooh, 93. So that's like season three. Sons of Mars. <gasps> oh, shit. Which we have not done. Oh, Magic Man. I love Magic Man. Classic. Such a jerk. Classic episode. Oh, man. That is. Magic Man is crazy. Wait, what season I is love that? Magic Man. Four? Um, Easily a top three character in Adventure Time for me. Season four, episode, season four, episode 15. Sons, Sons of, Mars. of Mars. That's a. Fucking classic episode, baby. That's a lot of people's favorites. If I had an Adventure Time cover band like I want to, it would be called Sons of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> I got four. I got four in the can right now. I got four songs. In the can. I'm doing. I'm doing uh, a fuck it. Here's 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 some breaking news on Adventure Guys podcast. Play that breaking news theme song. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I am well. I, I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about this in the past, probably. Um, but I'm I probably am I am arranging a Scott Punk version of "I'm Just Your Problem." Oh yeah, I already got I got that in the can. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my next solo album. I love it. It has like a uh, like a Suicide Machines kind of feel. Love Suicide Machines because it's, it's you know like the intro is like that like those those weird little like plucky synth sounds. Mm-hmm. It's like that perfect little like. Like guitar picky thing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> but like that 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 four on the floor. Beat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that. Now we got something to look forward to. Yeah, oh, that's such a great episode. You In like fools better 20... listen next week. No, oh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, All right. Well, Kelsey, um, was that the girl that? Always fast forward through the music thing. You better listen next week, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, we do have a. Should we read an email this week? Oh yeah, let's uh, let's Whoa. play. Did you see the mail? <laughs> did you see the mail? Mail. Mail. All right, cool. So we got an email from Tyler P. He says. Hey guys, I just found your podcast a couple of weeks ago after searching for Adventure Time podcast on Spotify. 
Unfortunately, we're no longer on the Spotify platform because they can have Rogan or Adventure Guys, but not both. But not both. <laughs> Even though you're probably listening to this on Spotify. <laughs> uh, so searching for podcasts on Spotify uh, to get through his work. I actually listened to every episode already, and now I'm caught up waiting for more. Damn. And you know, I've, I've noticed about this that we're seeing a lot of plays on our very first episode, which suggests that people are starting from the beginning, which is a really cool feeling yeah yeah thank you if you've if you've done that hell yeah uh that's what i did with um back to the island a couple years ago i guess i guess there's our jeff prince play the jeff prince song uh but yeah so he says tyler's email yeah uh he says i'm a drummer in a couple pop punk bands outside philadelphia so Mm -hmm. i love the music side of the podcast yes yeah but i'm also the biggest adventure time fan so it all balances out I actually live down the street from Anthony Green and the Wonder Years live about 15 minutes away. Wow. So Tyler is our people. Like, this is, yeah. We talked about trying to find for, or no free our people. No, I would love to <laughs> shout out his bands. I don't, he didn't say. Yeah. Tyler, let us know what, what bands you play in. We'll give you a shout out. Plug, yeah. plug. So let's see. He says, I've listened to dozens of podcasts. Yours is by far the best and most captivating I've found. Oh, Fuck yeah. Appreciate mm-hmm. that a lot. Uh, I'm thinking the punk ska scene has me biased, but either way, you guys kill it. I'm so stoked for the next episode. Man, thank you, Tyler. That is such a nice email um, and validation that we're not fucking wasting our lives doing this Adventure Time slash ska podcast. <laughs> I do. There, there is a PS that I need to bring up. Uh, it does make us feel good that we're not wasting our like valuable lives. But uh, um, he says somehow, PS, his wife's favorite character is lsp mm-hmm. which we have gone out and solicited for because <laughs> we're like there's no way anybody's favorite character is Lumpy i Space love Princess. lsp <sighs> oh my god you guys oh wow you and you and tyler's wife i have so little patience for her Why? yeah she's so annoying she's so sure. annoying self-centered she gets yeah. in the way it, it runs its course after 10 seconds <laughs> what makes good characters being like good all the time like finn like what a boring character or people that like cause like havoc and trouble and get into stuff well conflict that's what drives stories well well okay okay lsp does create conflict yes but like it's not enjoyable <laughs> ever hmm. well that, and that's the thing is like we can say that lsp has great value in certain episodes uh-huh. mm-hmm. but in terms of being your favorite like if you were to sit down and just go you know who i love is lumpy space princess <laughs> like that's my favorite character that's that's the part that we wanted to that we want to unpack i don't know i feel like my friend gab loves uh lsb and bmo i think those are her two favorite yeah i mean bmo understandable yeah uh, although tyler then just says that Prismo is the elite Adventure Time character in his mind, which yeah, that's a really great choice. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. Hell yeah, Tyler. Snaps. Yeah. Hell remember, you know. if you guys um are enjoying it, we'd love to have dialogues with you and read your emails. Uh, did you see the mail at gmail.com is our email address. We're, we're very available. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can probably reach out to us on IG too. Um, and we'll we'll get back to you. Um, and if you you know if you're a fan and you made it this deep, you know our half ish or whatever the hell we're at, <laughs> a little less. Um, thank you very very much for for listening to us in the episode on the seventies. Now it's, we're getting deep in here. Like this is no casual fling. If you're listening to us right now, thank you very much. Um, if you want to support us, uh, adventure guys. 
pod, no, it's anchor.fm slash adventure guys podcast. <laughs> you can like support us by giving us 99 cents a month or $5 or 10 or even a hundred. I think if you want platinum tier. Yeah. Platinum if you tier. donate a hundred dollars, you get your very own ancient psychic tandem or else. Yes. <laughs> From Steve, he'll carve it out of stone for you. Yes. And, uh, um, you can also give us uh, ratings on, uh, Apple Podcasts and onto the Spotify app. I think that's helping. I think people are starting to find the podcast each week through people's like it's like boosting the algorithm. The more people that it's are really like, easy just to click five stars. Yeah, especially on Spotify. Yeah, so, thank you. Um, before we go, Steve, do you want to plug anything? Oh, we sure. start. We've kind of started out a little pluggy, oh, which was nice. Which is, so let's bring us in the theme of what we do here together. So, full circle. Last time, uh. My singer yelled at me for like not plugging well, <laughs> so she gave me a, little, a list so I don't mess it up this time. Um, so stop the presses. Uh, my band, we're going on tour. Uh, Very March good f- band. Thank you. Amazing Thank band. You. We're going on tour with uh, Deals Gone Slack, which is members of the Slackers and Deals Gone Bad, couple classic uh, ska bands. Whoa, so so, so- it's members of both bands in one band. Do they play material from both bands? Or I is think it so, like yeah. A, or is it, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's an interesting con- like did they, they did it for the first time at Supernova Fest. Is that right? Ooh, I don't know. See, I'm messing up my. And, th- and then they decided <laughs> it was so cool that, that they would do a whole tour with it. Oh yeah, they asked I've us like to go never, out go I've out. never heard of a band doing that. That's a really <laughs> unique concept. Hmm. Right, I don't think any. I've never heard of that. There's weird cover bands like Pink Talking Fish that like they're a cover band that <laughs> covers Pink Floyd, Talking Heads, and Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but like to have two members of existing bands come together, I don't know, that's, that's very fun. Continue your plugs. Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I remember like Skago's acoustic. They kind of like messed around like that, but it wasn't quite like a playing each other's songs like at the same time a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they asked us to go out, so we're going out uh, the fifth through the twelfth, March fifth through twelfth in the Midwest. Uh, we're going to like Michigan, Chicago, like Milwaukee. Kentucky, New Orleans, and then we're going to South by Southwest. We'll be at the Flamingo Cantina on uh, uh, May March sixteenth. That's going to be a real fun show. Flamingo Cantina is an awesome venue for reggae and ska music. Uh, and in March, it'll be fucking gorgeous. There. I hope so. Yeah. Hey, Austin is where this was co-founded, so it's a that's a big date. It's gonna be great. It's my first time going to South by, so I'm very excited. Adventure and, heads get there, and the flamingos are like kind of an unofficial mascot of Stop the Presses. Which nice. Is kind of cool. Yeah, that's right. So it all kind of came together, and then we're playing with the Scofflaws April fifteenth on Long Island at Amityville Music Hall, and then May twenty seventh at Otto's Shrunken Head with Flying Raccoon Suit and our tour buddies Stuck Lucky. Oh, y'all are doing that show? Hell yeah! Right. Where, on. Wait, where's that show? Otto's Shrunken Head. And where's that? Uh, Otto's Shrunken Head's like in Alphabet City. I want oh, to cool! Say. It's like, like Lower in Manhattan. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why that. Oh, I, I haven't been there, but yeah, let's go to that. Yeah, I, I just saw uh, Flying Raccoon Suit and Stuck Lucky announced that tour. That was just a couple days ago. They put up that tour yeah, flyer. I guess they uh, they needed some terrible opener for their New York show, <laughs> so we got pegged for it. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be a real good show, yeah. Um, I think that's the first time Flying Raccoon Suit is like hitting the road like that. I, I'm pretty sure it's the first time they're playing up here. Ever. Yeah. I want to say ever. I, I want to... I think I it's... It, and it's been a hell of a long time since Stuck Lucky got up here. Yeah, we played with them in like the Carolinas or like Georgia or something like that. They were awesome. So much energy. I love them. Um, and then uh, that's it for sure. Anything you want to find out about Stop the Presses, find us on, you know, the interweb, Stop the Presses music. 
Stop presses on Twitter, I think. Stop the presses on TikTok. Yeah, I we'll, know. For, we'll, for we'll all, link in the show notes. Yeah. For all of my DFW homies, which was, you know, my hometown for a long time, I know Stop the Presses are going to be playing a killer show in Dallas at Three Links in Deep Ellum. Uh, and they're playing with uh, some friends of mine, Mr. Kingpin, mm-hmm. John Bravo, formerly of Rude King, has a new Dallas band put together. And I know Will from the Holophonics is playing drums for him on that show. Nice. And I think there's some other friends on the bill as well. But that'll be a great show. And all my hometown homies in Dallas go to that one for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun tour, I'd say. I'm going to have a great time. I don't know about y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, in Ska News, I just got Ooh. tweeted, um, or no, texted. Oh my God. The bre- <laughs> Wait, the Breaking News theme song just got used for a second time? I thought that was never going to come back. Oh my God. Well, um, last night that um, Tim Armstrong and Jesse Michaels performed Sound System in LA somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I saw that it happened. I didn't check it out yet. Yeah, um, I was. I, it's just... I saw a video on Twitter and it it's like it almost looks like a wedding. It's like some weird show for them to do it at. But I, I guess heard that, that was teased that they were like getting back together maybe for some shows. Yeah. I think Jesse Michaels in an interview was basically just like I I'd be open to it, which is further than he's gotten in the past. Yeah. I it's always just been a thing. It's like, I mean, it probably could happen. There's no real reason why it's not going to. It just kind of hasn't happened yet. So like everyone in, in Ska Twitter has just been like on the edge of their seats waiting for this. Honestly, like waiting for it to drop so they could pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, if, I, if it happens, it's probably going to be so unobtainable for like your typical fucking punk rock guy. Sure, sure. Like it'll happen at like a major festival in like one you know, right fest. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to, fly to chicago just to see operation ivy even yeah. if it's like the only opportunity that i will have ever had in my life <laughs> i wonder i wonder if it's 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 like a really hard band too because it's like they could i don't know like they could come like the misfits did this when they were you know they played like 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 the garden and they had rancid open like they could like i think the coolest thing they could do is if they played like the garden and had like and then green day should open for them playing only like <laughs> Kerplunk and like like or like Lookout Records era stuff because their first show I think was opening for Op Ivy at Gilman, yeah. Uh, so it would be really cool, but it's also like you don't really want to see Operation Ivy at the Garden. <laughs> you don't really want to see him at it's a tough festival. To do a headline set when like it, they only have I know like, like they should play Saint <laughs> Vitus like that's where you would want to see Operation Ivy, but it's like th- it'd be so in demand. I don't even know how they could like pull have- off a satisfying performance of that music or you get common rider to open and oh, then rancid and then op I. yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because it's like that music is is to me it feels like it should be in a small grimy oh, club absolutely. like that's yeah. what it sounds like so how it's do not you... gonna be good if it's at like a better venue <laughs> right like you want it like it's it's made contextually for shitty punk clubs in the early 90s honestly i'm not like the hugest Op Ivy fan. Like, I don't listen. Dude, Allie was saying the same thing. She's like, you know what? It's just like, I never got to it. And then like, there's sonically, the songs, the quality of the recordings aren't great. And it's just like, I can't get there. Right. It's like, they weren't good. The record's not good. The thing is, well, hold on. Yeah. Let's pump the the brakes a little bit on. They're not good. The songs 
are part of the canon now. Like, like half of that record is just like established the ska punk songbook. Hmm. It's like it's like the American jazz standards like <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, the, like the that's like yeah. the ska punk version of it. Like those songs are enduring. But the band, I don't think they were good. That, I mean, the point was like that they Matt weren't. Freeman on bass is very good. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah, but Jesse I mean, Michaels is very good lyricist, especially for contextually. But like the the record was not made well. No. Yeah. But I kind of like that. I like that it's not made well. It's part of the character. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the character. It's like yeah. I forget somebody else was talking about this. I heard them talking about it, talking about how when you first hear it, it's so rough. It's almost like scary. It's like I shouldn't be hearing this. It's like, like that's you, exactly. I remember my first time listening. I'm like, I can't. How? There's nothing here. It's just yeah. like white noise almost. It's like when you hear Daniel Johnston for the first time. I don't know if you've ever listened to Daniel Johnston or like, um, like that like lo-fi. Somebody made a record and they're like not supposed to have made a record. <laughs> and it's like it's so raw and personal. It feels like disconcerting. It's like you walk. It's like you're reading somebody's diary or you like walked in on somebody like being vulnerable and it's like not for me <laughs> no. and i that's really cool that's like kind of hard to do actually in music i i like that quality of it um i know what you're saying and, and i also think like had we been a different age too mm-hmm. and op ivy came out like that would have just seared your brain off right because like no one had really just done it yeah that if i was a well. little bit older if you were if we were older, yeah. like if we were like in the same people we are now, but ten years older, yeah, that would have been a rap. Yeah, a rap. Yeah, yeah. I would have been a crust punk to the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I've I've like, seen I've seen so many bands that are very clearly inf- influenced by Operation well, that's, Ivy. I think part <laughs> yeah, of the reason why those songs are so important, like you were saying, like it's the song. It's like <laughs> the band that broke that started. You know, bands like Suicide Machines and shit like that. I, yeah, I think. there's no Suicide Machines without. Op yeah. Ivy. There's no big D without Op Ivy. There's no Rancid. You know, rancid Op Ivy. <laughs> there's like well, all actually the... there's only Rancid without Op Ivy. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> um yeah, that's funny. Anyway, that's the end of the breaking news. I don't know. There's nothing else to <laughs> nothing else to really uh a plug for me, Eric. Yeah, you got some things going on, Eric. Oh, is it's dropping this on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um at noon Eastern, go listen to the new Portugal the Man song. I've been working Ooh. my dick off on that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Called What Me Worry. Uh you feel it still? Yeah. It's the it's the proper full follow up to that song. If you're on Apple Music, go listen to their interview with Zane Lowe. Nice. Uh yeah. Yeah, this week has been gnarly at work for me. But anyway, Eric. I don't have anything else new. I still have a Patreon. Oh, oh. I still have a record that's available for pre-order. Yeah, go get go, go get that. Get it. It looks like a beautiful. We talked about the art. It looks beautiful. It's on green vinyl too, right? Yep. Ah, mm. uh, froggy green. Ah, uh, mm, froggy. I missed that when I pre-ordered it. Pretty soon, I will be announcing an- another record, like within the next couple of weeks. I love a teaser. Mm. I love a tease. I just have so many fucking records to release this year this no. man this band doesn't mess around well i'll give you a tease for stop we have a new record coming out we, Ooh. but uh, i saw i saw some 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 of that on social not, media not yet though soon you'll find out soon uh on jump up records Ooh, oh you can say that i think so cool <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you sure <laughs> i don't know if not uh oh did you edit it <laughs> <laughs> 
I have label news that I cannot share. Yeah, technical <laughs> technical difficulties. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't wait for all this to be shared <laughs> with my ears. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, great app. Thanks again for coming. Oh Steve. my yeah. god, guys! It's We're been good. a blast again. I love coming it's here. It's not the last time you. you'll be here. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Thank you for the kind words. Don't let the dragon drag on. <laughs> all right. Peace out, y'all. Bye. See you.